the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The John Steigerwald Show, sponsored by Service Master of Greater Pittsburgh. Demand the yellow van. Portions of today's program may be pre recorded. You know, it's really simple. After spending all day thinking about everything that's wrong with our world, the economy's in the tank, war in Ukraine, and a demented president running for another term, transgender insanity, I think it's very important for us at every moment in time, and certainly this one, to see the moment in time in which we exist and are present and to be able to contextualize it, to understand where we exist in the history and in the moment, you know, as it relates not only to the past but the future. Does that make any sense to you? Actually, it doesn't make any sense to me or anybody else. It was said by the Vice President of the United States of America yesterday when she was out promoting the killing of unborn babies. Here she is. So I think it's very important, as you have heard from so many incredible leaders, for us at every moment in time, and certainly this one, to see the moment in time in which we exist and are present and to be able to contextualize it, to understand where we exist in the history and in the moment as it relates not only to the past but the future. Yeah, okay. Imagine having to listen to her when the big guy either dies or resigns uh, for health reasons or is taken away in a safe jacket and halfway through his second term after speaking gibberish for two years. Makes you feel good about America's future, doesn't it? Well, when we come back, we'll talk about Tucker Carlson's future and his past with one of his good friends. Maybe find out if he's as rotten a person as the liberal media seem to think he is. And in our second half hour, a fat guy has joined a sorority at the University of Wyoming, and the sorority sisters are suing the home office to try to get him kicked out. Stick around. Champion of the world. On April 28th, experience the movie based on the miraculous story of George Foreman. George Foreman ain't no new champ. He is the new chump. Foreman is down. I'm not going to box anymore. I'm going to follow God. It's the greatest comeback story of all time. There's only two things I know how to do. Box and preach. And preaching won't pay the bills. Foreman's 45 years old. The risk isn't losing. It's surviving. How can you beat that night? I'm going to do this my way. Big George Foreman. Exclusively in movie theaters. April 28th. Read PG-13. May be inappropriate for children under 13. Do you find yourself stuck in a timeshare? Get the real facts about the timeshare industry and your options for cancellation. Chuck McDowell, founder of Wesley Financial Group, has put together a free information guide that reveals the secrets the timeshare industry doesn't want you to know, including the five ways to get rid of your timeshare. Call now and get this timeshare cancellation guide absolutely free. Call 800-235-5588. That's 800-235-5588. 800-235-5588. Eric was way behind on his taxes. I owed a lot of money to the IRS, almost $15,000. I tried to make payments. The IRS wasn't satisfied with Eric's efforts, so they came after him full force. They're coming to put a lien and a hold on all my income, my home, my car. I was just overwhelmed at what to do. Then Eric called Optima Tax Relief. When Optima Tax got involved, the cars would stop, the threats would stop. It was easy like, uh... One, two, three. Optima Tax Relief is A-plus rated by the Better Business Bureau, and their team of expert tax professionals took care of Eric's problem. I owe 15000 and now my debt is clean. I don't owe anything. Take Eric's advice. If you have a tax problem, you need to call Optima Tax now. Call Optima Tax Relief for a free consultation. Call 800-354-2840. 800-354-2840. Optima Tax Relief. Some restrictions apply. For complete details, please visit OptimaTaxRelief.com. Hi, I'm Olivia, and I'm 11. Some people my age might think water in a basement's pretty cool. Who wouldn't want an indoor swimming pool? But my dad taught me a thing or two about homes. 
You mean all those times I talked about waterproofing? You were actually listening? Absolutely. I'm like Alexa. Okay, so how does JD waterproofing protect your home? By keeping water out of the basement so it doesn't compromise the structure of your home. And? By not giving yucky mold and mildew a place to grow. Pretty good. Dad, I wasn't finished. Oh, sorry. And JD waterproofing can save you money. Do tell. By saving you from having to replace your basement appliances from water damage. I couldn't have said it better myself. Got water problems? Don't cry. Call 1 800 Very Dry. JD Waterproofing. 1 800 Very Dry. The word is out. People are abandoning their overpriced wireless carriers and flocking to Pure Talk for the same 5G coverage, but at a fraction of the price. In fact, the average family saves over $800 a year when switching from Verizon, AT&T, or T-Mobile. And switching is so easy. You can keep your phone, keep your number, or get huge discounts on the latest iPhones and Androids. Right now, you can get unlimited talk, text, and 6 gigs of data for just $30 a month. Or if you still want unlimited data, you can get that and still save a fortune. So make the switch and get the same coverage as the big guys, but at half the price. Go to puretalk.com, type in your address to find the coverage at your home, then enter promo code half off, and you'll save an additional 50% off your first month. That's puretalk.com, promo code half off. Switch to Pure Talk and get unlimited talk, text, and six gigs of data for just $30 a month because Pure Talk is simply smarter wireless. Did you know that most adults with autism are unemployed and a major hurdle is the lack of job opportunities? Well, that's about to change thanks to a new initiative from Autism Speaks. Lee Container, the J. Donald and Laurel Lee Family Foundation Fund and Delivering Jobs that seeks to create a more inclusive workforce in the U.S. Lee Container is a family-owned business that has found success by staying true to the golden rule. Treat others as you would want to be treated. There are hundreds of thousands of people with autism and people with intellectual or developmental differences who are ready and willing to work in our communities. Our coalition is committed to hiring an inclusive workforce, providing training for hiring professionals, and providing guidelines for all employees. Together, we can create a workforce where people of all abilities can contribute and thrive. Will you join us? We are inviting other businesses, institutions, and community leaders to join in. To learn more, please visit autismspeaks.org slash employment. This is the John Stackerwalt Show on AM 1250 and FM 92.5. The answer. Well, the, uh, the transgender insanity on college campuses never seems to end. It's not just coming from college administrators or faculty or radical, idiotic, clueless, liberal students student groups either. It's now coming from the Greeks, you know, as in uh, sororities and fraternities. Evita Duffy Alfonso is a staff writer at The Federalist and the founder of the Chicago Thinker, and she joins us now. Evita, thanks for coming on again. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me. So um, fraternities and sororities uh, used to be a good place to go to avoid the insanity on college campuses, but you have a story about, a very strange story about a a sorority in Wyoming. What's going on there? Yes, the, the Kappa Kappa Gamma sorority in Wyoming uh, used to be only for women, which is generally the case with sororities, but during this last cycle of, of pledges, they call themselves, um, they admitted a man under the pressure of a lot of woke ideologues from the National Greek Organization. Um, this, this man claims to be a woman, um, but in this lawsuit, the girls, there's a group of plaintiffs, real women in the sorority who are now suing um, the school and the fraternity organization um, are saying that this this man doesn't even present trance, doesn't attempt to look feminine, has had no surgeries, um, has, has taken no, no hormones, um, and has actually been really threatening to the women that he is trying to now live with in the sorority house, um, taking pictures of them without their knowledge um, or permission staring at them for for hours without speaking. Um, in his in his uh, admission, when he was interviewing to join the sorority, he talked about wanting to be near dead bodies. Uh, th- this is a, a extremely disturbed and bizarre uh, person from what this lawsuit contends. Um, and these women, for the sake of wokeism, are now being 
completely threatened by this individual who has invaded their living space. Yeah, it's uh, it's totally insane. And this is a fat guy who's six foot two, two eighty, and as you said, he isn't a very good imitation of a woman. So, so how does he get in? It's a long time since I was in college, but that's not how you get in a sorority. These so didn't you, used to which, be. Which, which, yeah, so very odd um, what, what happened. It's actually it's part of the lawsuit as well. Uh, the, uh, an interview process, right? They talk to all the girls, and then the girls will vote who joins the sorority. Well, in this case, specifically for this individual, the, the sorority made an exception, and they said, we're not, we're going to keep him, even though he had, was taken out in, in, in the initial first round. They kept him in the rounds um, and, and pushed him through. And then they had an open ballot instead of like where they had a Google Doc saying with everybody's name of who voted for who, um, instead of uh, a secret ballot, which is usually what happens, in order to pressure the women to vote for this man. And if they voted against it, the Interrupts in the sorority actually came to the women and talked to them about why they would make such a such a decision. Um, until everybody in the sorority was was pressured heavily into accepting this man, um, and that's what the women in the lawsuit contend. Even some of them, some of them who are a part of it, actually voted for him and said we we felt like we had to. We were being called bigots and, and homophobes for not accepting this man into our sorority and into our house. So. <laughs> So a special exception was made for this guy, but they wouldn't make it for another uh, girl who maybe wanted to get in, and the 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 sisters just didn't think she fit. And that's that's kind of how a sorority and a fraternity works. You you pledge first; they rush you, I guess, and and then you pledge. That's the way it used to be, and then uh, they vote on whether they think you are a good fit and whether people like you and. And so that you only have people in your fraternity or sorority who the the existing people want to have around. And, and so, who? Why, what was the purpose of the exception? Only because he's a man? Yeah, and that's that's the understanding of the women that they wanted to make sure that there was no discrimination involved. So they discriminated against this man to to, to let him in against the will of of the rest of the sorority members. It was, it's very, the whole thing is, is very backward and bizarre. And one woman actually who's in, who was a, a plaintiff said that she wanted to, she, she expressed her concerns to the, the, the officials in the sorority. So the female uh, student officials, and then also to the higher ups um, of, of the sororities. These are grown women at the national organization and the national organization gave the the student organization, the student organization officials, so the, the fraternity president, materials to educate the concerned sorority girl um, about why what she, why her concerns and her fears and and how uncomfortable she's been feeling around this man is actually wrong and bigoted. Uh, and she's a change her ways. So patronizing and so such disregard for their comfort. This is a woman who's, who's in her home um, try, th- trying to shower and to, to live her life normally, right? And you have this man just standing there watching them all the time. And there's something that's really important to lawsuit is they, this house doesn't have separate accommodations um, for, for bathrooms, right? It's a communal bathroom because theoretically only women are supposed to be in it. And now this man wants to come in and use the same bathroom as these um, and watch them and make them feel so uncomfortable in their home, have an erection while watching these women. That's what some of them have said, um, alleged in this lawsuit. So really uncomfortable situation. Yeah, I could see that would make them a little uncomfortable. I, I You know, it seems, it's just, the, the idea that, does it, does it occur to the, to, the, to the people who are forcing this that everything that you just described there is kind of an indication that he's there for a reason, he likes checking out women walking around in their underwear, and he figures this is a pretty good opportunity. You you would think that they would they would catch it, take the hint and realize that this is not a gender dysphoric individual. This is a sick man um, who wants to be close to women for perverted reasons. Um, but instead, they they said, you know, whatever whatever he says goes. You know, it's it's your truth, my truth, and to support this insanity, this we're going to put 
um, the the well-being and, and frankly, the lives of these women at stake. I mean, the, the, the comments about wanting to be near dead bodies, I mean, really bizarre behavior. This is not what normal, um, what normal well-adjusted individuals talk about or say or do. Um, and, and I think it's, it's so wrong of the national organization to strip these women of, of their, their organization that, that's supposed to be promoting women, helping them, um, bringing them together, uh, and, and completely tearing it down, destroying female-only spaces, um, and also at the same time putting them at risk. So uh, this is Wyoming. It'd be one thing if this was a sorority or a fraternity um, at um, in San Francisco or New York or or L.A. or someplace like that, or a, on a liberal in, a, in, a, in what would be considered liberal territory. Wyoming, you wouldn't think that this would be a real popular notion out there, just outside the campus. I mean, just I wonder how as this story as this story. Um, made it locally are they are they talking about it in the newspaper and the in the local tv yeah it's, so it's, it's being covered everywhere um locally nationally i think what's important to understand about the university um and, and this is true of schools across america red state does not mean a red university right. um it, it's it's pretty it's pretty universal that you can you can go you can go to the the heart of the south you can go to alabama and they're all supposed to be voting right wing and and you go to a university and you will find a militant group of wokesters there if if they're not the major, if they're not in the majority um they're they're bullying others into being the silent majority um that that's just how things go at, at college campuses and i'm not surprised at all um, by by the admission of this man in, into a university in Wyoming or otherwise, um, and I'm also not surprised by the national leadership. I think this is this is what women organizations are facing everywhere. It it takes a very it takes very brave women to stand up against this, and I also say that brave young women because the the social uh, consequences of standing up against this ideology are severe mm-hmm. at any university in any state. So for these young women to say, you know what, we're not going to do this. We're going to sue. We're going to to fight against this individual and and, and protect our homes um, and the the organization that we've created. That's an extremely brave thing to do because the social sacrifices that they're going to make are going to be enormous. Who are they suing? So they're so they're suing three. Uh, they're suing the organization. The, the fraternity Kappa Kappa Gamma, they're suing the university, and they're suing the individual man, so all three. So um, here's the thing, and I've, I've talked about this, and by the way, now that I think about it, I had a guest on a couple of years ago on the show to talk about Wyoming because there was a movement out there to get rid of the name Cowboys, which is the nickname for their sports teams there. Um, they, there was something wrong with being a cowboy, and uh, the... Uh, uh, the uh, I, get, I, I was kind of happy to see that this, the university just told them to take a hike, and they they kept the they still have the nickname. Um, but here's what I don't understand, and we're talking to Avita Duffy Alfonso. She's a uh, staff writer at the Federalist, the founder of the Chicago Thinker. Um, I don't understand. I've been saying this for f- at least four years now, Avita, and, and it applies. And I, I'm I'm speaking to you as a man to a woman, and maybe you can explain this to me because I'm not a woman. Um, if uh, the, well, I've, I've been saying for four years that if you are a woman, a girl, and you are lining up uh, for a race, whether it's track or if it's swimming, whatever it is, and you look over and you see that a man that you have no chance of beating is lined up against you, you leave. Everybody, all the all the girls say, well, if he if he races, we don't. You don't have a race. Tell him to have a nice time by himself. And to me, it would apply, I don't understand. I'm just trying to think of if a guy's mentality. I don't know how to compare, you know, the situation where it would be to, to this with a, a fat man being in a girl's sorority. But, you know, I, I don't know how to what the, what the uh, analogy would be for that. But if in a similar situation, guys would say we're either kicking him out physically or we're leaving. Pack up your stuff and leave and let him stay in the house by himself. And the, and, they, and the situation is solved. Why fight with these idiotic liberals who are never going to give in? Just leave. You're done. They've ruined your sorority. Quit. That's what I don't yeah. get. 
Why wouldn't, as a woman, tell me why? I don't know if that's a fair question, but I don't know. It's just, it's just it drives me nuts that women put up with this. And that's why it keeps going on. You're absolutely right. That is why it keeps going on. There needs to be a coordinated movement among women to put their foot down and say, no, um, we're going to protect women's sports, women's spaces, women organizations. I think what you have to understand is it's not, it's, it's not women so much as it is young women. The name calling is so impactful on a teenage or a early 20 year old woman. Nobody, especially that demographic. I was one, I, I am one now. I'm 23 years old. Nobody wants to be called, especially a young woman, a bigot, a homophobe. These names really mean something because you want to be viewed as somebody who's compassionate, somebody who's kind. That's the way um, you want the world to see you. And women who tend to be much more agreeable are much more susceptible to the name calling. And so when, when they're faced with this situation of, am I going to, am I going to swim against this trans swimmer who I know is going to crush me? Um, or, and, but I'm going to silently take it because that's the, that's the kind, that's the woke thing to do. Or am I going to walk away and look like a jerk and have everybody call me a bunch of terrible names? And usually they, they, they choose to do what, what the woke, what the woke had told them to, which is to just silently go with it. Um, they say you can be mad behind closed doors, but you publicly don't want to do anything because you'll be labeled a transphobe. Uh, and I think that's part of the reason why this is happening. And that's why words are so powerful. That's why they, the language that they've used has, has really had a, such an impact on the minds of young people. Um, we, we're, we're controlled by these words. Um, by these mind games that they're playing. And the only way to break free is, is to reject these terms, reject, reject the racism and the homophobia and the transphobia and all the things that they say about us. Um, act like we don't care, because until that happens, they'll continue to control us. Um, I, I'm, I'm also wondering, where are the fathers of these girls? I'm trying to think, if it's me and my daughter is in that sorority, I'm, I'm going there myself. And I'm going to pay this guy a visit, and I'm going to say I'm not real happy about you being in this house watching my daughter as she's taking a shower or whatever whatever the reason is for you being here. And maybe you get the rest of the fathers together, and you you all pay the place a visit, and you tell the girls what you just said is true, Avita. I, I I get that you know about women being a little bit different in the way they approach this, but the cure is to every, is for everybody to do it, and that's what I mean. Everybody on the swim team has to say. If this guy, Will Thomas, is going to be on the team, I'm not, and we're all leaving. That's, the situation is over. A solution. Problem solved. But it, 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 it requires unity, and it requires sticking together. And I guess you can never get everybody to be you know, 100% for it. Yeah, 100% we need unity. And as, and as for men, you know, if this is my child, they would not be in the sorority anymore. They would be out. Yeah. Um, and I think that's... I think they, 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 there's, there's no, it's, un, it's an untenable situation at this point. Nobody should be living with this man. He, he is terrifying. And if you, if you go through the lawsuit, you read my article about it, this individual is, is disturbed. Um, what my husband said yesterday, I, I, I told him about this case, I wrote the article, and, and he said, this is why we bring back bullying. That's <laughs> what yeah. he said. He's like, if, you know, if, we, if, if all the men on campus mercilessly ridiculed this man, for making all the women on campus so uncomfortable, for destroying the sorority, um, and, and, and for being just a creep, um, he might not want to join. He yeah. might rethink this decision. Um, but instead, you know, it's, 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 a, it's a combination. It's the women not standing up for themselves, and it's also the men um, not, not standing up to these other men who are taking advantage of women. Well, see, um, when I was college age, which is a long time ago, this there's no chance of this happening. Of course, the insanity didn't exist with the transgender stuff. But uh, in, a, in any kind of a situation like this, uh, either someone from the the uh, fraternity that might be affiliated with the sorority, you know, they used to have uh, situations where they were, you know, they had a, a relationship between the two. Some fraternity brothers would show up and let the guy know that he's not going to be living there. It's not going to happen. Then it would be over. But you know, I, I guess think. Things are different now. This is one of the sickest things I've seen, uh, and you should check it out at thefederalist.com. Great job on the story, Avita, and always good to have you on the show. And I, I apologize for beating you up, <laughs> if I did, over the way women are handling this, but they, it's got to be fixed. 
No, you're absolutely right, and I appreciate you having me on. Okay, thank you, Avito. Hope to have you on again. Bye. <laughs> okay, we'll be right back. With SRN News, I'm John Scott. Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky says he and Chinese leader Xi Jinping have had a phone conversation in their first known contact since Russia invaded Ukraine. National Security Council spokesman John Kirby says any negotiations over ending the fighting in Ukraine would have to reflect President Zelensky's view. His perspectives, the Ukrainian people's perspectives, uh, the conditions and circumstances they're willing to negotiate over, uh, that has to be front and center. That's what the United States supports. Um, and we certainly would welcome um, any uh, effort uh, to arrive at a just peace. The development comes as Ukraine is readying its forces for an expected spring counteroffensive. Oklahoma State Parole Board denies clemency for death row inmate Richard Glossop. This cleared the way for him to be executed on May 18th. This is SRN News. People ask me sometimes, Lance, I'm worried about my finances and I feel bad because I shouldn't be worried, right? I realize that inflation is going to be eating up money. I've got to do something to get around this crazy stock market and Biden's spending spree. Gold has, since the beginning of time, been the resource that God's people have relied on. The silver is mine and the gold is mine, is what the prophet Haggai said during a time of great shaking. To protect your retirement, I recommend that you diversify your 401k or IRA right out of paper assets and into physical gold. And the best way to do that is with Gold IRA from the Birch Gold Group. I want you to text the words FAITH, F-A-I-T-H, to 989898 and get a free info kit on Gold IRAs. There's no strings attached to this, so just text FAITH, F-A-I-T-H, to 989898 and see what I've discovered here about gold and its ability to stabilize your investment and create a storage of wealth for you in unsteady times. AM 1250, The Answer, The Mike Gallagher Show. He's your happy conservative warrior. The old gray lady. All the news that's fit to print. The New York Times. We found it. It's going to stun you. Well, maybe it won't. This is wild. It really happened. This really appeared on the pages of the New York Times. The only thing crazier than the question is the answer. Breaking news and what to make of it. The Mike Gallagher Show. Weekday mornings at 9. Right before Del Wamsley at noon on AM 1250. The Answer. Hey, John Steigerwald here for Johnny and Jesse Samick, my friends over at Service Master of Greater Pittsburgh. When disaster strikes your home or business, demand the yellow van. Fire, water, or mold, Service Master's technicians are trained and equipped to get you back to normal fast. Even when dealing with insurance, you have a choice who repairs and cleans up the mess. Make sure you demand the yellow van. Call Service Master of Greater Pittsburgh. Demand the yellow van. Service master. People ask me sometimes, Lance, I'm worried about my finances and I feel bad because I shouldn't be worried, right? I realize that inflation is going to be eating up money. I've got to do something to get around this crazy stock market and Biden's spending spree. Gold has, since the beginning of time, been the resource that God's people have relied on. The silver is mine and the gold is mine, is what the prophet Haggai said during a time of great shaking. To protect your retirement, I recommend that you diversify your 401k or IRA right out of paper assets and into physical gold. And the best way to do that is with Gold IRA from the Birch Gold Group. I want you to text the words FAITH, F-A-I-T-H, to 989898 and get a free info kit on Gold IRAs. There's no strings attached to this, so just text FAITH, F-A-I-T-H, to 98. 98, 98, and see what I've discovered here about gold and its ability to stabilize your investment and create a storage of wealth for you in unsteady times. AM 1250 and FM 92.5, The Answer. WPGP, Pittsburgh, a division of Salem Media Group. Listen on The Answer mobile app, smart speakers, tune in, iHeart, or Odyssey. AM 1250, The Answer. Weather. Frost advisory in effect late tonight through tomorrow morning. For tonight, partly cloudy and cold, freezing temperatures in the normally colder spots, the low 33. Times of clouds and sun for tomorrow, the nicest day of the week. Tomorrow will reach a high of 66. Periods of rain tomorrow night with a low of 52. Periods of rain Friday, it will be breezy in the morning. Friday will reach a high of 62. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm Drew Shannon. The John Steigerwall Show, AM 1250, The Answer. Well, last we checked, uh, 
none of the people in charge at uh, nobody in charge at Fox News has changed their mind about Tucker Carlson. He's still out. Uh, he's still fired, and apparently pretty happy. I saw some video today of him riding around, laughing very hard while he was riding his golf cart with his wife down in Florida. Seems to be doing okay. Uh, Ken LaCourt used to work at Fox. He was a producer there from the beginning and for a long time after that. And uh, he's uh, he's joining us now, and he's been on many times before. Appreciate you coming on, Ken. Thanks. Hey, you're very welcome. Especially especially on short. This I think you set the record for the shortest notice <laughs> for someone. I sent him a text about eight minutes ago, and here he is. Um, you know, I was sitting on my computer, and it popped up, and it was like, sure, yeah, why not? That's, that, that's what I, I, I it's, yeah, it's great. I had a, a, a guest <laughs> bail on me two days in a row, the same guest. He apologized yesterday, and he bailed on me again today. That's also a first, but that's not your problem. Well, um, glad I can be your, glad I can be your backup. <laughs> yeah. Um, so uh, let's just, I mean, just right off the top of your head, sure. just your, your reaction to, it's now been a couple of days, well, we've had a, a, over a uh, longer than a day to digest what happened there and just your impressions of what happened and why? Well, a few things. One, one is we don't know the why. That hasn't become public. I know Tucker. I haven't asked him. I, I wouldn't ask a question he wouldn't probably wouldn't want to answer right now. A uh, lot of theories. Was it related to Dominion? Was it uh, there's a woman who's suing Fox, uh, citing misogyny and anti-Semitism and forced to lie? There's always lawsuits like that going on. Was it some of his internal uh, um, swipes at management there? He said some nasty words here and there. I, you know, short answer is I have no idea why. And so, therefore, it's hard to say, did they mistreat him? Now, certainly he feels that way. He's already hired a, a major media lawyer. Um, it sounded as though they brought him in on Monday and told him, uh, told him that he was being fired and within minutes, the press release was sent out from Fox, uh, basically f- stopping him from having any ability to do anything public on that. Well, my doesn't, th- sound, doesn't sound too nice. Yeah, my theory, uh, and you know, for what for what it's worth, obviously, is it had to be something that happened between Friday and Monday morning because you don't run promos for a show all weekend and promos for a show on the morning that you fire a guy if you know you're going to fire him. Uh, and so when, when people say it's the lawsuit or any of this other stuff that's been around for a long time, that doesn't make any sense to me because those those issues have existed for a long time, and they let him go off, off the air Friday night and signed off and said, I'll see you Monday. He, he was showing up for work on Monday, and they're running promos for his show, and he, they fired him. It's, well, something had to happen. Let me, let me, let me give, let me give a, a little bit of a thing why that might make sense. Are you going to tell the promo guy to stop uh, stop promoting Tucker Carlson? Yeah. Are you going to tell the teleprompter guy, don't let him say, I'll see you on Monday? No, no, I no. mean, when you're doing something like that, you know, they kind of move quickly. Look, this came from, from Rupert and or his, uh, and or his son. Um, uh, uh, you know, but, but Rupert was the guy to, to pull the, 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 pull the trigger on this. This mm-hmm. wasn't the CEO there. She, she's not going to be like, hey, I've got an idea. Let's fire our most popular, popular yeah. person. Um. So, you know, I'm sure they'd been noodling it over for a long time. And when they made the decision, they basically kind of figured it was safest for them to ambush them. But again, you know, it's, it's hard to know why, because we just don't know. But it's starting to be a pattern with Fox and its viewers. This is not the first time within the last year or two that they've, you know, it's like when you watch somebody for an hour on on. on on your television every night you have a relationship with that person fox news brought them into your house they they said this person is trustworthy and important listen to him and you know viewers establish a relationship with somebody like that and then to just have them kind of disappear and no explanation maybe being treated badly certainly from the outside it looks that way I don't think it's a good way to treat their viewers. And, and you know, I wrote up this morning on, on, on my blog that, that, you know, Fox viewers are more than just viewers. Fox viewers are more like allies. They're more like defenders. Because, you know, nobody yells at you for watching NBC News or calls you a racist because, uh, you know, because you, you watched Bill O'Reilly. You know, the Fox team and the Fox viewers, they've got a tight relationship with the people there. And it used to be with that company. And they've been 
chipping that away and eroding that bit by bit, um, whether it's not explaining why they let uh, Chris Wallace be kind of a lefty ambush at the debate or what really, you know, what would they where should their viewers have have fallen on on you know, things like 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 voter fraud? You had you had the, the news side saying it didn't happen. You had the 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 opinion side giving you winks and nods that it did. It's like, OK, they, they haven't treated their viewers the way they should. And, and that's a long term problem for them. Now, I get how much of it is the fact that they've gotten away with it to this point. They they uh, lost Bill O'Reilly. Uh, they got rid of him, and, and I, I don't think they fired Megyn Kelly, but she left, um, uh, and they survived that, and they think, are they taking their audience for granted, and is it going to catch up to them? You know, every single time a big person left, all of these same conversations happen. Oh, my gosh, Glenn Beck, he's just huge, and he's going to start his own, his own network, and then he, he went out and fizzled away. Oh, my gosh, how can they survive without Bill O'Reilly? And then they put Tucker Carlson there, and, and six months later, everybody was like, oh, yeah, Bill O'Reilly, that guy who used to be on TV. Um, um, and, and, and similar with Megan. So if history is any guide, them shutting up, letting it blow over, and, and people will, come, will stay there. They have other you know, people still love Greg Gutfeld or Trace Gallagher or, or, or some of the other folks there. And they'll probably give the new people a, a shot. Um, you know, all in all, when you still look at their numbers compared to like the only real alternative right now on, on cable TV, which is Newsmax, you know, Fox News is still well over 10 to 1 on, on, uh, against them. It's not really a, a competition yet because while Newsmax has, has laid out the you can watch this and be 100 percent pro-Trump, they just have a bunch of other issues, starting with not being as smart as, as, as the Fox people or, or graphically good or having a news division that actually reports news. So Fox has a lot going for it, and it's always worked for them. But I'm not certain that that will continue forever. Uh, what about this as a difference? Uh, when they lost, I, I guess it was Greta Van Sustern, that, uh, huh? who was replaced by Megyn Kelly, if I'm not mistaken. Um, when those people left, when Bill O'Reilly left, Tucker Carlson was was working there, okay, and he slipped right in. Mm-hmm. I, I look at who they have now. A lot of good people, a lot of nice people. I like them, but I don't. It's just from from my standpoint, for for what who I want to watch. I don't see anybody in that building, at least who, who shows up on the air, who can replace Tucker Carlson. And for me, who I'm going to want to watch. You know, I, I agree with that. But I'll, I'll also say you might not have said that about Tucker Carlson. Yeah, true. When, yeah. when he was the, the, you know, he was the, one of the weekend anchors to Fox and Friends. Right. You, you didn't know how good he was going to be. He had a couple eh, shows on MSNBC and CNN, and then he just kind of exploded into his own unique voice. And that's what made him so different, right? I mean, I know what Hannity is going to say tonight. I just do. I know what so he's going to say I. tomorrow night and then the night after, and I'm, I'm sure Hillary Clinton is going to be part of it. But Tucker had that unique ability to say, whoa, okay, interesting. All the other Republicans are saying X, and sometimes he'll say Y, and, and he would make you think a lot more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and so I, I just don't know that the, the, that the people who were there um, have, have ever shown me that they have that ability. But you're right. I didn't know much about Tucker Carlson except he wore a bow tie and he was on Crossfire and he looked young and he had kind of uh, scruffy looking hair. And I, I always liked him, but I didn't. I never. I was actually surprised at how good he was and how quickly he was good. Like right yeah. out of the shoot, he was good. But you know, other shows. I mean, he wasn't the highest rated show. Interestingly enough, yeah. I mean, the, the show that's been the surprise sleeper on this is is the Five at mm-hmm. five p.m. Eastern. Now that's a hard time slot too. That's that that's you know the eight o'clock time slot is generally when everybody's home, who's going to watch TV. They are done with dinner. They turn on TV. So your household viewing numbers are a lot more at eight than they are at five when people are still either prepping dinner or driving home from work. And that show's done wild. Um, a lot of that's Greg Gutfeld. A, a lot of that is just the unique chemistry that that show has. That's not just a you know. People kind of they, they they like shows that 100 percent agree with them, but and they, they always get mad. And, and you know, for every year that I was at Fox, there was always the most hated liberal, whether it was Geraldo or Bob Beckel or Juan Williams or 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 Shepard. 
but getting a little bit of the annoying other side that you didn't really want to hear into your, into your, into your life kind of makes you a little smarter at the end of the day than just something that, that agreed with everything you thought. And so there's, I think that, there's nothing wrong something. with some tension either. Right. Uh, right. You know, to, to, to add to the, uh, whoops, sorry, uh, to add to the you know, drama. And, and, and that show was, was whipped together very quickly to replace Glenn Beck. Right. Glenn Beck. Glenn Beck left. It was kind of a mutual thing. And Roger was like, look, he, uh, Roger Ailes, who was the chairman then, was like, that show is so popular that anybody who goes in that time slot is going to get wiped out and it's going to ruin their career. So that's why he actually said, we're going to turn it into five separate people. He cast it like you would a TV show. You've got, you know, you've got the clownish guy. You've got the good looking conservative. You've got a couple pretty girls. You've got the the uh, the sometimes grumpy liberal, and uh, that show's done great ever since. Yeah, it's uh, it's the number one show in cable television, right? Cable news on a cable yeah. news network. Um, so, um, do you have any predictions about, if not the person who will replace Tucker Carlson, the kind of person and the kind of show they'll do? No, you know, I, I have no idea. Um, I'm more interested to know what does Tucker do. Mm-hmm. Um, um, you know, there there will be they will. There will be a lot of financial incentives for him to stay off the air. In other words, Fox will either try to bind him up into a contract and keep paying out that contract for whatever it's got on on it, saying, we're still paying you. You're still an employee. You're just not on TV and you can't go anywhere else, which maybe he fights. Or if they didn't have that much time, sometimes in a separation agreement, they're like, look, we'll give you $20 million, stay off air for, for a year and a half or so. Yeah. Um, maybe that happens. Maybe he fights it out. You know, the, the scenario that every, every conservative I know would love to have happen is, you know, him dredge up a couple of his former colleagues like Greta, like Bill O'Reilly, like Glenn Beck, who are all kind of doing disparate things and land on somewhere on the cable channel network. And, you know, you put a, you put Tucker Carlson at 8 PM on a, not on a, a video thing, because you know what? That, how do I say it without being too jerky? The older crowd just isn't going to sit down and figure out YouTube. Mm-hmm. They like sitting down in their, in their chair and turning on, on their cable box. And if they can punch in Tucker at 8 and two of those other people that I mentioned from their past, that could be a competition to Fox. Yeah, you, you mentioned in your, on your blog today, that, and you said it here, that, that it's kind of a ritual and uh, to to be honest with you, um, that Tucker Carlson. Now I'm doing a talk show here, so I need to keep myself informed, and I'm looking for you know guests and ideas. That's Tucker Carlson is the only show that I watch in prime time on Fox, and the last two nights I've watched nobody, and that's uh, I'm waiting to see who goes in there. But as of right now, I'm watching hockey. Right now, that you know that'll change after a little bit. You know, we you know we'll we'll all lick our wounds a little bit again. That's what Fox is is banking on, and they're probably right. Um, but but there would be enough people who, if you pulled a couple of those old names that were taken from them from us from your living room unceremoniously, that people would say, you know what, I'll, I'll check in that uh, that you know vintage Fox and see what I get. Yeah, the uh, you you. Um Yesterday, there was a story, uh, Rolling Stone came out with a story saying that there was cheering in the newsroom when Tucker, when the news came down that um, Tucker was fired and that lots of, uh, they interviewed a couple of people who said many people are thrilled that Tucker Carlson is gone. Are you buying that? Uh, No, Rolling Stone is full of crap. Um, um, they, they didn't, they didn't say cheering as in, as in a verbal, like people going, yeah, what they had is they had a, they have a gal who used to work for me, a former, uh, uh, com reporter, her basic job for, for, for them is they, they team her up with, they, they decide how to hit Fox and then they team her up with another reporter and she has to call one of her friends at Fox, all un, unnamed and, and anonymous and get them to say something negative about Fox that whatever Rolling Stone wanted to do. So if they say, you know what, we, we, we need somebody saying Rupert Murdoch uh, is too old and should retire, she'll call up her friend and say, hey, how does this work as a, as a, as a quote against Fox? Do you mind saying anonymously that Rupert, Rupert Murdoch is old and retired? And then they put a headline saying 
Fox News insiders say say Rupert's too old and needs to retire. They they, they do this routinely. It's not journalism. It's 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 uh, it's garbage. Uh, so you know, there's three four thousand people who work there. You can find one person who doesn't like Tucker. I I talked to a, probably a half dozen myself of Fox News people, and they were they were surprised. They were shocked and they were sad. Yeah, I, uh, and what about you? Know the guy. Um, there are also the stories that are popping up here and there that, you know, he's a, he's, um, not popular. He's, people don't, this in general, he's only, only popular within his own staff. You buy that? It's hard to take a, it's hard to really take a read on that. Um, um, you know, look, Fox News doesn't just hire conservatives to work there. They, they, Mm -hmm. you know, I had a good hundred people working for me. I, I didn't ask people who they voted for or what they did. I, you know, we, we had an editorial mission and, 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 you know, that, but, but, you know, there wasn't like some litmus test on that. So, I mean, first of all, the guy spends most of his time working out of his, you know, it's not like he's even running around the office there. He's, he, his, he has his a home studio up at his uh, new England house and one down in his, his Florida house. So it's not like he's running around and, and upsetting people there. But sure, if you're if you are a liberal working at Fox, you probably rolled your eyes at Tucker Carlson's show. You probably read the New York Times 422 articles saying he was racist and how he's horrible. And you probably did that more than watch the show because, you know, how much TV can you watch even if you work at a TV channel? But no, I, I never got the impression from anybody. I'd never heard of anybody saying, I mean, like, look, Bill O'Reilly was a. Bill O'Reilly was a pugnacious, in-your-face, you know, Irish know-it-all, sometimes jerk, even behind the scenes. Tucker's not like that. I mean, yeah, he, you, you saw a couple of his emails where he was angry and calling people names, but he was always a pleasant guy from everything I've heard on, on a personal level, certainly. Finishing up here with Ken LaCourt, a former Fox employee for many years. Um, and uh, before, I, before I ask you my last question, Ken, where can people find you? Uh, you know, the best way to find me is Substack or YouTube, and it's Ken LaCourt, L-A, capital C-O-R-T-E. I do uh, unpopular questions on YouTube, and I do some media analysis on Substack. Okay. I, I, last question for you. Um, does Tucker Carlson strike you as the kind of guy – he obviously doesn't need the money, but is is he the type of guy that has to work, or could he just disappear and say, I've, I've done it, I'll see you later? You know, that's a $64,000 question. He is, he has always been out there moving around, even though I think he's had a lot of money for a long time. He's 53. So, you know, it's not like he's too old. I suspect he's having too much fun doing at a certain point, you know, do you need an extra $15 million a year? At a certain point, you've got enough money to make your grandkids wealthy. I think he's at that point. Um, I think he comes back into the game. I, I don't think he. Uh, I don't think he he retires and goes off to a little island somewhere. Well, I hope so. I'll find him, and I'm sure you will too. Hey, uh, well. Ken, I appreciate you coming on as usual, especially on short notice. Thank you very much. You got it. Thanks for having me. Okay, that's Ken Lacourt. We'll be right back. They are our cuddlers and co-workers, purr machines and love bugs, and constant companions. They are our pets, our family, and they make life so much better. When we face unexpected challenges in life, so do our pets. That's why we're on a mission to support people who love their pets and the pets who love their people, ensuring these families stay exactly where they belong, together. And you have something to offer. With an open heart and mind, there is nothing you can't do. There's no gesture too small or too big when it comes to helping. Whether donating a bag of kibble, sharing an Instagram post of a lost cat, or welcoming a foster pet into your home, every bit of kindness counts. You can help keep pets and people together. Visit PetsAndPeopleTogether.org to learn how to be a helper in your community. This has been a public service announcement brought to you by Maddie's Fund, the Humane Society of the United States, and the Ad Council. People ask me sometimes, Lance, I'm worried about my finances, and I feel bad because I shouldn't be worried, right? I realize that inflation is going to be eating up money. I've got to do something to get around this crazy stock market and Biden's spending spree. Gold has, since the beginning of time, been the resource that God's people have relied on. The silver is mine and the gold is mine, is what the prophet Haggai said during a time of great shaking. 
To protect your retirement, I recommend that you diversify your 401k or IRA right out of paper assets and into physical gold. And the best way to do that is with Gold IRA from the Birch Gold Group. I want you to text the words FAITH, F-A-I-T-H, to 989898 and get a free info kit on Gold IRAs. There's no strings attached to this, so just text FAITH, F-A-I-T-H, to 98. 98- 9898 and see what I've discovered here about gold and its ability to stabilize your investment and create a storage of wealth for you in unsteady times. This is the John Stacker Walt Show on AM 1250 and FM 92.5. The answer. Well, I only have a minute and a half left and I, I know I'm, I'm accused of being obsessed with this uh, the transgender stuff, but I, if I am, then I'm guilty and that, that makes me, I am transphobic. If transphobic means I'm afraid that this stuff is just a runaway train that uh, that should that I, I don't know where it's going and it's just it's one of the most hideous things ever to uh, infect the planet Earth. But another real quick thing here from uh, Essex Westford School District that's up in New Hampshire. They are in an effort to align our curriculum with our equity policy. Teachers will be using gender inclusive language throughout this unit. They're talking about uh, a sex education. Uh, curriculum, and with uh, any differences, we strive to use person-first language as best practice. You will see examples of this below. This is from a school district. We will be using the following language with students. Person who produces sperm in place of boy, male, and assigned male at birth. Person who produces eggs in place of girl, female, and assigned female at birth. That is what they're doing in an elementary school in New Hampshire, the Essex-Westford School District. There's no hope for humanity if this stuff isn't stopped. There just isn't. It's total insanity, and I can't talk about it enough. Sorry if that bothers you. Talk to you tomorrow. John Steigerwald Show is a production of Salem Media Group and sponsored by Service Master of Greater Pittsburgh. Demand the yellow van. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.